You're now listening to the Audible Sanctuary that delves into the transformative power of embracing the more tender aspects of femininity. I'm your host, Dale Pasco, committed to making the allure of gentleness irresistible and showing you that it's safe to live in the soft side of womanhood. Hey, soft babes, welcome back to She's So Soft. Y'all know before we get into every episode, we like to say affirmations that go with the topic at hand. So let's go ahead and get those out of the way. The first one is I trust in my ability to assert myself and communicate my needs confidently. I trust in God's plan for my life. And with his guidance, I am unafraid to face challenges head on. I release the fear of confrontation and embrace the power of my voice. Through the lens of faith, I see challenges as opportunities for God's strength to be made perfect in me. And lastly, I stand firm in my convictions, unapologetically expressing my thoughts and belief. So as always, write them down, speak them often, and remember they're most effective when applied with action. So... As always, thank you for tuning in to another episode. This is our second season, 14th episode of this actual podcast. And as always, I'm extremely grateful for everybody who tunes in, leaves comments. I shared a few days ago that season two would be up and running very soon. I am excited and grateful for all of the feedback that I received. It was amazing. Um, The shares, the comments, the likes, everything. I really do appreciate it. And most importantly, the listens. I'm grateful that this is impacting so many lives in such a short time and reaching multiple countries. I don't know if I mentioned last time, but I know Australia is now on the map and so is India. So hello to you guys. I am grateful that this is touching so many different people in so many parts of the world. I am really excited for today's episode because I believe it's really going to help us to understand and fully see the importance of us needing to have an actual backbone and to advocate for ourselves. Um, One thing the Lord has been speaking to me about is advocating for myself and not just allowing things to slide in the name of faith or keeping peace. I have learned that there's a difference between being a peacekeeper and a peacemaker. And sometimes when we are in tough situations, we try to keep peace and that pushes us to not say anything, not to stand up for ourselves, for other people, not to be confrontational and things of that nature. But when you're a peacemaker, you look at being assertive, being intentional, voicing your concerns, but still living at peace with people. It doesn't mean that you're being mute, that you're holding back because you're afraid that people are no longer going to like you, but you choose to live in a state of peace from a place of peace and allow whatever chips to fall where they need to fall. But that doesn't mean that you're going to keep yourself in a bound place because other people may not be able to fully accept what you're saying, right? So, Last week, before we even jump into this, I was just speaking about the beauty of trusting God with your heart. And along with that, my YouTube channel is back up and running. I'm extremely grateful for that as well. I'm excited to see what God does through that. In 2024, I have some goals that I've set for that channel, and I believe it's going to be amazing. So 
if you enjoyed these conversations on being, you know, a woman that's living on the soft side of life, a woman who is learning to be more productive, a learning, a woman who is learning to be more assertive, more intentional with her days, with her time, with living on purpose, then make sure you go over to Dale K. Pasco, that channel, and jump into these conversations, these tutorials, and these videos because I share a lot more over there. Also, before we jump into this full conversation, I did want to let you guys know that my mentorship is now open for 2024. There are limited spaces because I'm not trying to like run myself ragged. And I want to make sure I can give every woman that signs up for mentorship the full um, experience and give her my full attention. We do a lot of one-on-ones and also group sessions as well. Every single month, group sessions. I believe it's going to be very beneficial for us to speak one-on-one, but also um, as a collective. This doesn't mean everybody has to be in your business, but you know, just being intentional with learning how to engage with other women. So I wanted to put that out there. If you're interested in that, you can go to dlkpasco.com or you can go to womanhoodacademy.com and it will lead you to Dale K. Pasco once you click on that link for mentorship. But anywho, let's get into the topic for today. Again, it is, babe, get a backbone, please. Please, please, please. So as I was mentioning, the Lord has really been speaking to me about advocating for myself, about being intentional with first honoring my boundaries and not expecting everyone else to honor what I don't honor. It's easy to say that you're a woman of boundaries, that you're a woman who um, doesn't play, who has standards, who has, you know, these different values in place. But are you really honoring what you have put in place? If somebody comes into your life and attempts to disregard what you say that you believe you need in order to live an effective life, a life of peace, a life of grace, a life of respect. Are you quick to drop those boundaries and the things that you put in place? Are you quick to cower in a corner because you're afraid of confrontation? Or do you stand up for yourself? Do you gracefully advocate for you? And so I don't think I mentioned it on this podcast just yet, but no, you know what I did? I mentioned it two episodes ago. I sure did, but I want to dig into that some more. So I was experiencing certain situations with a individual, a friend of mine. And my first thought was to just deal with it on my own, to of course, go into prayer, to intercede for them and kind of just let bygones be bygones, like move on without addressing it with the individual. But the Lord really started pressing on me and saying, hey, I need you to advocate for yourself. He kept saying that, advocate for yourself, advocate for yourself. And this doesn't mean that you have to be messy, mean, disrespectful, rude. It doesn't mean you have to, you know, pull out cuss words and all these things, but simply go to your friend, right? And let them know that their actions actually hurt you and you didn't appreciate it. There's nothing wrong with stating these things in a relationship, especially if you're calling this person your friend. So I sat on it for a moment because I'm like, God, I don't know what to say to them. Like, I don't know how they're going to accept it. I don't know how they're going to respond. I don't know if, you know, this is going to ruin our friendship. And the Lord's like, if you being honest with a friend causes a rift in your relationship and for it to crumble and fall apart, that's okay. 
a lot of times we try to run away from confrontational situations or fully living in ourselves, honestly, just being honest with who we are and showing up authentically because we don't know how other people are going to respond to the reality of who we are, what we're experiencing, what we bring to the table, what we desire, what we don't desire. We think that things that we're quote unquote demanding, if you want to say demanding, things that we are desiring and requiring are coming off too demanding. Or we think that if we address certain things, then it's going to be, it's going to come off as, okay, she thinks she's all that, or she feels like she can talk to me about this, but who does she think she is? Like, how dare she bring this up when she knows that I'm sensitive in this area, or she knows I was just playing with her. She should be okay with the way that I joke around, you know? And as a result of those fears of how that person's going to respond or said people are going to respond, we choose not to say anything. And we allow offenses to build up in our hearts, to be honest. You can say you've dealt with something and you took it to the Lord and you left it in prayer and you gave it to God and you fasted and, you know, you just moved on with your life. But as you continue to interact with certain individuals, whether it be that same person that caused the, you know, possible offense or other people that trigger those past offenses that you said you laid down, you realize, okay, I'm not fully over this because you never really dealt with it because you didn't allow yourself to build a backbone, right? And I'm learning that I don't desire and I'm not going to allow or the unknown to be a reason that I don't address certain things. And I've always been a person who like, I just move on with life. Like I deal with what needs to be dealt with and I move on. But there's some things that I've come to realize I kind of just brush under the rug and move on with my life. But it's never really dealt with because it's brushed under a rug. It's not necessarily swept into a pile, addressed accordingly, put on a dustpan and thrown into the trash. It's just dusted under a rug or swept under a rug. And if you sweep enough stuff under a rug, eventually it's going to become noticeable. You're going to trip over it. It's going to make the rug uneven. People are going to be looking like, what's under that rug? Like, why are you not, have you cleaned under that rug? And you're like, well, I cleaned around every area and every space, but I just put everything under that rug because it's easy to hide. But the truth of the matter is you can't hide things for that long. Eventually it's going to come to the surface or it's it's going to be uncovered, unveiled, however you want, you know, to address it. But we have to be okay with not knowing how things are going to end up as a result of us living in spirit and truth, living in the most authentic ways, right? There are people that don't allow themselves to show up fully and authentically because they're afraid of how other people are going to feel about their most authentic selves. They don't tell jokes. They may feel as though, you know, the Lord has really been calling me to upgrade my life in said areas, but they won't do it because their family is not used to seeing someone live in a prosperous state. They may only wear their hair in a certain way because if they change it up, then people are going to think that they're trying to be brand new 
or they continue living in a certain city because if they leave, you know, people may look at them and think like, who do you think you are leaving the city? You know, everybody sticks together. So many different ways that we don't even realize we don't allow ourselves to build backbones so that we can show up authentically. And it's not just in confrontations and conversations or addressing things that hurt you or choosing to um, remove the Band-Aid and to look at that wound fully. Sometimes it's in you not allowing yourself to be honest about who you are, what you desire, who you desire to be around, where God is calling you to, um, the fact that you may be in that season now and in that place where God is opening doors. Like, have you ever thought about how many doors you have seen open for you, but you haven't fully walked in because you feel like other people are going to think that you're changing up or switching up? I've been there. And I had to come to a place where... I put on my big girl panties and said, I'm walking fully into everything that God said. I am going to do everything that the Lord places on my heart. I am a person who has a lot of ideas. God gives me a lot of amazing ideas and um, I can do multiple things at one time. And I'm not talking about really multitasking in a sense. Well, it is multitasking, but you know, I can be working on a mentorship here and then in the same breath, I'm working on a t-shirt line and then I'm working on uh, helping people with graphics and logos and running social media. So I am multifaceted in many different ways and living in a time where a lot of people believe that you should be niched down and you really should not be doing multiple things and other people thinking that, okay, you're doing this right now, but now you're posting something about this or you're posting something about that. Like, what are you doing? Like, what do you do? And it's like, I do all of this stuff. And sometimes in that, we can even dumb ourselves down or, you know, try to lay low in our gifts and our talents because we feel like we're doing way too much because other people may not have as many talents or they're just simply afraid of doing everything that God has placed in their hands. So as a result, they try to project it on you and make it seem like you're doing too much when really you're doing what the Lord told you to do. And in that, you have to get a backbone to be able to say, you know what? God told me to do this and he told me to do this in this season and I'm going to show up and do the things that he told me to do. You just have to be intentional with establishing order. You have to be intentional with um, managing your time. You have to be intentional with not getting sidetracked or distracted by adding on things that the Lord's not telling you to do. And what I've come to understand is everybody doesn't have to understand what I'm doing. Like those that are called to what I'm doing will get it. Those that want to understand will ask the necessary questions to understand and either be a part or continue on with their life, which is perfectly fine. But I don't have to manage other people's expectations or their understanding or their lack thereof. I get to show up in my authenticity as the Lord has called me to do so and to operate from that place as purely as possible. And so advocating for yourself sometimes even looks like not addressing other people's projections into your life. And aside from that situation where I was talking to, you know, where God led me to speak to my friend and say, hey, this really 
hurt me or this was uncomfortable. Thankfully, my friend fully understood and she's mature enough to say, you know, I totally get it. You know, I apologize. Help me with X, Y, and Z. Tell me why this, this, and this. Why didn't you address it with me then? You know, and we were both mature enough to have these conversations and not get offended. So I'm fully, 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 and truly grateful for this person. But I've also been learning that I don't have to... Advocating sometimes looks like not saying anything so that the Lord can advocate for you through your stillness and silence. And so... There are some times when I realize things are going on or the Lord will give me dreams about certain things taking place. And in those situations, I'm like, well, I'm going to say X, Y, and Z. I should talk to him about this. Like those are situations where I'm like, okay, let me go over here and talk to them about this because why are they thinking like that? But now I'm in a place where it's just like, let the chips fall where they fall. Let people think what they think. Let people create conclusions to things that they have no idea about and be okay with that. The advocating in that is, not saying anything and the Lord will deal with their heart accordingly, possibly, or you just move on with your life. But I'm learning that I don't always have to like try to jump to my own offense because the Lord advocates for me. Right. And even in that, that requires that you have a backbone because if you're, if you have no structure, right, let's talk about it like this way. If you have no bone in your back, right, you're just bending and going any type of way you're moving any type of way you have no good posture like you would be bent over whether this way that way to the side or that way all of the time and so in order to not be so easily moved by what other people have going on what other people have to say their misconceptions about your life their lies that they like to conjure up or you know the rumors they like to start behind this behind the scenes that they think you'll never hear about um, you can't be moved. You can't, you have to have a backbone. You have to build yourself up on the firm foundation of the Lord so that you're not swayed by whatever is thrown at your life. And in that, the backbone of that is knowing that the Lord covers my name. And it's funny, I was speaking to someone a while ago, it was a long time ago, and um, supposedly something was going on, you know, with someone who was supposed to be a friend. And this other individual said, hey, Dale, I just want to let you know that this is and this has been taking place. And I addressed this person about it, but I just wanted to come to you to let you know. And they said, why did you not try to clear your name? Because I told them, I was like, I know what's going on, but, you know, it is what it is. I don't care. And they're like, why did you not try to clear your name? If my name's already clear, I don't have to try to clear anything, right? So my name is clear. I don't have... What do you mean? Why am I not trying to clear my name? My name is clear just because this person is trying to throw dirt on my name, trying to throw dirt on my name doesn't mean anything. My name is clear in the sight of the Lord. This isn't happening like they're telling lies. And so when you understand that you are living from a pure place, that you are living with clean hands and a pure heart, you don't have to try to clear your name because it's already clear. Right. But that requires you to be firm in who you are. That requires you to not be so easily moved. That requires you to be okay in your identity and your makeup and your design. I have been living in such a place of freedom of being DL, right? That I'm okay with things 
being misconstrued because I understand who I am, how I'm living, what I'm doing. I'm okay with people getting it wrong sometimes. I'm okay with people bringing offenses and allowing the Lord to teach me how to address what needs to be addressed or leaving what needs to be left alone. I'm okay with advocating for myself. I realized for so long, I wasn't okay with doing that. Um, I would put boundaries in place and I wouldn't always honor my own boundaries. But then I would get frustrated with other people because it's like, you know that I need this. And they're like, well, you never said that. You know, so we can't expect people to know what boundaries we need. We have to live a life that reveals those boundaries. And if they cross these boundaries, we have to be okay with saying, hey, I don't operate like that. Please don't do that to me. Please don't speak to me like that. Please don't think that um, you can just show up in my life any type of way. Please don't waste my time. Please do not do X, Y, and Z. And be okay with them possibly getting offended or them needing a moment to understand what you're saying or them just jumping fully in and saying, okay, I get it. I understand. But you have to advocate for yourself. You have to advocate for yourself. I didn't realize how much I didn't. And I host a 5 a.m. call where we read a book, you know, every day, Monday through Friday. And one book we were just reading was Good Boundaries and Goodbyes. We're almost done with it, actually. And um, just with the conversations amongst the group of ladies, a lot of us realized we weren't really honoring our boundaries. You know, we would put things in place. We've gotten a lot better, but we needed to up the ante a little bit so that we can make sure we're not allowing life to just do whatever it wants via whoever it wants to do it through, right? So I just wanted to come on here and to share that because I understand that it can be tough having a backbone for yourself, having a backbone for your image, having a backbone for your identity, having a backbone for your children, having a backbone for your family, whatever that looks like, your relationships, in order for things to grow the way that you really desire for them to do so, you have to have a backbone. You have to be okay with advocating for yourself. You've got to learn that it's okay to speak up for you. It's crazy how we try to speak up for so many other people, our children, family members, all these things. But when it comes to us, we're like, oh, it's okay. It's whatever. No, it's not. It's You're not a it's whatever type of person. Are you unbothered? Sure, absolutely. That's perfectly fine. But know when you're being unbothered versus when you are just simply trying to keep the peace, right? You're trying to make sure everybody's just okay with you. Everybody's not going to be okay with you. There are some people that you've never addressed that don't like you. (laughs) So you might as well address what you need to address and allow the chips to fall where they fall because it's okay. It's perfectly okay for things to get a little shaken up. And that's when you learn the beauty of a relationship, whether this relationship is going to be sustained through tests and trials or if it's going to crumble under the weight of discomfort. So it's okay for discomfort to come because it's going to allow you to see the validity of a thing. But I just wanted to share that. I hope that this topic and this episode was beneficial to everyone that tuned in. I have to see what I'm speaking about next week, actually. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So next week, we're going to start hitting on some trauma. Is it true or is it trauma? Make sure you tune in next week to hear about all of that so I can help you just walk through your responses. If it's a trauma response or if you're responding from a place of truth because it's totally different and um, how to help you see and understand when your reactions to life or the life that you're living has been built from a place of trauma or a place of truth. But as always, I'm your host, Dale Pasco. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, you're too soft to be acting so hard. <laughs>